0: Hello and welcome to Gentle Touch. This podcast is a place where people can learn, discover and upscale mentally, spiritually and emotionally. This show is all about breakthroughs so get ready for some good vibes, realness and lots of information. You will be joined by me, your podcast host Alejandra Castro. Some of the shows will be just me and other shows will have guests open up new perspectives and views. My passion is to inspire and educate people who feel stuck. I will show you ways you can improve your overall health by sharing powerful tools that you can implement into your daily life. Let's get started.
1: Chloe Rose what a beautiful name thank you so much for making some time and being part of gentle touch so yeah. you'll be part of the se- you'll be part of the season of inspirational females Chloe tell me about you
2: oh my gosh first of all thank you so much for having me it's such an honor to be here and thank you for asking me to share my story I mean yeah where do I begin so currently I am a yoga and meditation teacher. This started off as a business for me, but now I do it more just as a passion. Um, And I'm actually a lifestyle transformation coach. So I help people to completely transform their lives, starting with their health and then just completely transforming from within through changes in lifestyle changes in diet, Mm -hmm. and completely transforming in ways that I have this year has just been such an incredibly pivotal point in my life. Uh, So I'll just wind back to two years ago, you know, Mm -hmm. we all went through this huge change, I think a lot of us were completely swept off our feet so I was working in in Indonesia for almost five years I was managing a resort and this was it was a very stressful job it wasn't really in alignment with me I always knew that um but I was doing it because I loved living there how did you end up
1: there where are you from originally London from London yeah okay I'm from London yeah
2: um but I okay so we can go back a little bit more so when when I was younger I was your typical London teenager I got into drinking and partying and drugs from a very young age from the age of 16 I was taking heavy drugs like what was
1: you taking hate, at the age of 16
2: cocaine ecstasy ketamine
1: how was you getting hair? your hands like where was where would you take like at festivals clubs So
2: I would I had like a fake passport Uh going into clubs, just like get dressed up in high heels, go to the club, get in the door, then take my shoes off and just put like (laughs) my pyjamas back on and (laughs) go crazy. Um, But it was all just a a pattern of escapism, you know, and it was I always I felt very um, when I was younger, very pushed into Mm. education. Mm-hmm. and very much forced into doing things but I was never guided towards doing things that I was passionate about so I was always told like you have to go to university and mm-hmm. you have to be successful and you have to make lots of money but you have to do it this way I was never given the chance to explore what do your parents reality. do um, my mum's an interior designer wow so she's creative yeah she's creative. Um I don't know my dad actually so okay. I'm just I'm an only child with okay. a single
1: mum okay Mm -hmm. applause to moms because um, I'm basically my dad left when I was in year six so mom took the full responsibility and to be honest it's not easy because like you I was going out clubbing underage. and the truth is you don't know now that I'm older now that I see things from a different perspective like I'm a lot more older and I have a lot more life experience than when I was a teenager I would be 14 in a club what is a 14 Mm -hmm. you don't know who will be at that club you don't know the intentions of that individual and I was so kind and I was so bubbly and i would be drunk and i'm like talking to everyone and it's like the world isn't like you are like you know no. because you're so naive you're so <laughs> yeah. bubbly you're so sweet it's like there's no evil in you because you you haven't gone through any element of pain or or so it's mm-hmm. like you don't know how cold people could be so uh the the circle that you're with when you're going out clubbing taking all these hard drugs where well, are they now
2: um i don't i'm not really in contact with any of them I have a few friends who I'm still close to and they've been on a similar journey to me. So it's almost like some of them are still in that same, that same mentality, you know, of of living for the weekend in the nine to five and then partying all weekend. They're still, they're stuck in that cycle. But unfortunately, I can't stay friends with them because that's not my life anymore like I don't drink I don't drink alcohol at all now mm-hmm. um I don't take any drugs I don't even use pharmaceutical medicine I use completely natural ways mm-hmm. of healing so for me it's just, I'm just in a completely different reality but luckily some of my friends a couple of my good girlfriends they've had a similar journey to me where they've realized that you know you we have to move on otherwise we'll be stuck in that cycle forever
1: it's is so important you said that because um Because your journey is going to be different to others. And just like you will be able to make it. I've got friends that, like, say, like, I was, I remember my, I was, I was hanging out with a lot, I was hanging out with people that were a lot more older than me. So Mm -hmm. I remember I was 12 years old and someone said, try weed. Mm And then, and then I was just like looking at them. But something always, I was very protected. Like, we would be angels, we would be, at, at that time when I was like given weed at an age of 12 years old. My friend's older brother came in and said, What are you doing? Why are you giving that to her? And he and he <laughs> was like four or five years older. So then they looked at him and they backed off. So mm-hmm. they they like stopped but it just goes to show that like like you said not everyone's going to be on that journey and it's like that same people they're still on drugs and even in the physical aspect you can tell like the under eyes you can tell they are heavily into substance you can tell and just the way they act and they just live for the weekend and they live for that high and it's like and it's like you know when you say that we've taken a different route it's like you want to be able to bring everyone with you and you can't bring i remember i bumped into them one of my friends like i grew up with him and um it's like i wanted to hang out with him because he shouted my name and he's like yeah babe we're going to this after party and we're just going to get a little mm-hmm. bit of coke and, and whatever and it's like physically like my energy like something inside me said said no you can't yeah. hang. like it rejects it something inside you repels the circle the environment and you just say this isn't for me i'm not 14 i'm not 15 i'm not 16 this isn't what i do now
2: yeah and that's empowering it's hard though but once you once you do start saying no and once you actually feel how it feels to be human again that's the only way I can describe it because so many years of my life I used drugs and alcohol just to kind of mask my emotions and masked trauma and pain that I'd been through as a young woman so I used that just to mask it all and also I was very very shy in school like I had terrible acne, -hmm. You probably wouldn't believe it now. No, you wouldn't.
1: You have flawless skin, girl. (laughs) It's
2: from the superfoods. Um, but thank you. I yeah, I had terrible acne. I was a little bit overweight. I was very, very, very shy. So I really used drugs and alcohol to give me this false sense of confidence, Mm -hmm. you know. So for me, stopping that was a scary journey. It was hard. But then at the same time, when you Stop using these substances, you start actually feeling all these senses of being a human mm-hmm. that you never really felt. Before. But some people I-
1: don't like that, some people don't like no. that
2: some people are scared of it because it's a new experience you know we all experience it when we're children it's like that excitement for life again but when you've been masking your emotions for such a long time yes when you stop all the substances it can feel like a kind of a waterfall of, Mm -hmm. of emotions and it does bring back a lot of traumas and a lot of issues from your childhood that are yet to be dealt with but when you do actually go through that it's just Incredible the feelings that you feel after you actually sit down and deal with your emotions when you let the anger come through, when you just let yourself cry your eyes out, even if you're feeling shame, fear, and doubt. When you let yourself feel those feelings, how you feel afterwards is incredible. You know, they say on the other side of fear is freedom. We have to feel the emotions, you know, the um, our emotions are the only real things in our human Mm -hmm. consciousness. Our thoughts aren't real, but our emotions are real. Our emotions are vibrations. So we have to let those vibrations work through us in order for us to elevate and vibrate higher so yes it's 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 been a long journey
1: (laughs) you was you're very very brave to be able to to be able to go through those emotions because it's not easy crying yourself to sleep waking up just like anxiety depression like it's not easy ptsd and it's like to be able to sit there and deal with it and and do it on a slow journey and and just it's brave but it's extremely hard i also want to raise this because we're on this subject i was having a conversation with a friend and we were talking about different like environments and clubbing and drugs Mm -hmm. and and all this um a lot of girls so it's like she went to an after party and she thought her friend was going to this after party and then i was like babe like were you okay like if you're alone and all these drugs are being taken and Mm -hmm. she says to me babe like i passed out and then when she woke up she had one of the guys on her yeah so so I, yeah mm-hmm. exactly so I was like "To her, are you okay did you get yourself checked out and she says yeah I did but it's like some girls out of guilt out of shame out of embarrassment do not proceed because that is technically rape if if yeah. you have not consented if you have passed out it makes it makes you vulnerable and I feel like some girls don't know the dangers of what can happen
2: mm-hmm. this is such an important subject. I'm so glad you brought this up mm. because I have been in that situation. I was actually, I've been sexually abused a few times. Then so I was bad. under it's okay. I'm I'm healed from it now. And you know, it's and I think I would say 95% of mm. all young women in our country and all over the world have been through these situations. They have, but we are conditioned to believe that it's our fault because mm. mm-hmm. we were drunk yeah. but that's not true at all because we I was never given any guidance as a young woman no one ever told me what was right or what was wrong I didn't have a father so I never had that masculine figure yeah, yeah, in my yeah. life to show me what a man should be like or how a man should treat me so I was just constantly searching for attention from anyone you know but of course I didn't want to be any any sexual contact with people that I didn't know but we do get taken advantage of in these situations and this is one thing that I really am passionate about is empowering women to talk about these things Mm because it was it's only like I'm 31 years old now Mm -hmm. And it's only been in the last three years that I've actually accepted the fact that I was sexually abused and raped yeah, yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. younger. Yeah, yeah. Because before that I was using the drugs and the alcohol to block it out, you yeah, know. Yeah. And I always blamed myself. I always said if I hadn't have been drunk or if I hadn't mm-hmm. have been mm-hmm. in that situation, it wouldn't have happened. But that's completely wrong. We as women, we need to stop doing that. We have to stop blaming ourselves because it is not okay for a man to take advantage of a woman you know it's it's very easy to know if someone is in control of what they're saying and if they're not you know a woman who is drunk what what you said
1: is so powerful right there you know you know that bit and it's like sometimes people misjudge it or the guy will mislead it and I'll like you're giving me mixed signs and da 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 but it's not like that
2: No, absolutely not. You know, if a woman is, you know, I, uh, that's one of the experiences I had where I had, someone had given me a line of what they said was cocaine, but it Mm. was actually ketamine, right? So I completely lost control of my body, like I couldn't even move, I had to just go lie down in bed, because I couldn't speak, I couldn't move. So I wasn't even physically capable of saying no, stop you know and I got taken advantage of and then he went around telling people that we had slept together and I was so ashamed of that that I couldn't even stick up for myself and what I just want to like the message that I want to share for young women is Mm -hmm. that please talk about it Mm -hmm. if this happens to you please 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 talk about it because that situation ate away at me for so many years and Mm -hmm. if I had just told someone the truth about what happened that would that weight would have been lifted you know and there's no shame in it at all we are just conditioned to feel shame and that's
1: and I feel like sometimes like say for example with my friend I feel like she didn't like because I know her so I feel like there's an element of shame there's guilt and it's like the who-ha of the family the who-ha of the career the who-ha of the workplace it's like she hasn't gone she hasn't attended work today so it's like reliving all those moments constantly if you then pursue charges or if you it's like for young girls how can how do you feel we can best support them in because I was talking about I was talking about something completely different and then obviously we got we got to the subject of after parties but in no way did I know she was attending these kind of parties in no way did I know let alone did I know she was hanging out with with that crew in no way did I know she then went to an after party on her own thinking someone else was going to be here to look that came as a surprise for me so all I could say was babe did you get yourself checked out but it's like yeah. how can we now support other girls mm-hmm.
2: I mean the only thing that I can say from personal experiences mm-hmm. all of these things that I've been through and experimenting with partying and drugs and alcohol and sex I like none of that brought me happiness none of it none of it and i would just really encourage young women to know that you don't have to do all of that and you don't have to wow. yeah you don't thank have you to chloe do that. thank and you yeah. for saying that Because I, you know, I don't regret anything in my life because it's made me who I am today. But if I could speak to my younger self, Mm. I would tell her the power of self-respect and loving yourself. Because if I I feel like you're going
1: to make me cry, Chloe. Oh, Oh, girl,
2: please. (laughs) Mm. If I had loved myself 10 years ago in the way that I do now, I can't imagine the position I would be in right now, you know, and it's these things that happen to us these situations even if you don't get physically abused but even if you just feel threatened by a man or put in an uncomfortable situation these things can take years to heal from they really can but by loving yourself and respecting your body and knowing that you don't have to get drunk and you don't have to party and you don't have to impress people you don't have to liberate I know
1: this is very this is so special because um because i've been in situations where i've been where i've been in a relationship where like it's like oh like try it like like to the point where i'm forced to take certain substances like i don't want to and it's like if you don't want to you shouldn't be in a position where you should have to. Yeah. That ain't that ain't real love, babes. Whoever tell you that's cool, whoever tells you like your granny acting 80, whoever, t- babe, that ain't love. First of all, that ain't love. Second of all, self-love. Third of all, self-respect. Uh, mm-hmm. Fourth of all, self-worth. So just with, we're talking on the subject right now, if I could tell my younger self, I would say, listen, get yourself out of that situation ASAP. For you to be able to give love to someone, you got to love yourself. And there's no love taking certain substances that you don't want to. Like, if you don't want to love, if you don't want to go down that route, you shouldn't have to.
2: Yeah, uh, I have to add on that as well, because I love what you said about someone forcing you to do Mm -hmm. something or you feeling like someone's forcing you and this goes for anyone this Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be a romantic partner or a boyfriend this can be a friend a family member Mm -hmm. your boss a work associate if there is someone in your life who makes you feel guilty for not doing something or tries to force their opinion on you Uh uh they do not love you they do not I've had people in my family who've made me feel guilty for my certain life choices that's not love we need to put our focus and attention and surround ourselves with people who support us for what we do and for being ourselves and that's something I wish I had learned when I was younger that I was just surrounding myself with toxic people Mm -hmm. who were just feeding into this toxic behavior I had relationships where I was completely controlled like I wasn't even allowed to choose what clothes I wore mm-hmm. to that extreme point and I think a lot of young women don't even know what it feels like to be a free and powerful woman but we have to we have to be aware of who we're surrounding ourselves with
1: of course of course what what you what you said was so powerful you know that bit where you said um I was in such a controlling relationship how was you able to get out of that because it's not easy to get out of that it's a freaking hard nightmare it is a nightmare like like to be able to to start that recovery process to able to like find your voice it, to be able to speak up for yourself to be be able to voice your opinions I don't like that I don't want to do that I want to be on my own I don't want to it's hard because mm-hmm. if you're controlled to that extent it is not easy
2: no it's so hard and I I actually tried to end it three times and it was only on the third time that I managed to do it so yeah this is something I'm, I'm really happy to share about because I was just completely controlled and every time I would kind of find a bit of confidence and try to end it he would somehow manage to guilt trip me back into the relationship and the only way that I was able to end it was I went like I literally went on holiday for two weeks literally just like just left like I was just going on holiday like with my family went away for two weeks and it was only being completely outside of the situation Mm -hmm. was I able to look at it from an outside perspective and be like how why have I wasted two years of my life with this man so anyone who's going through this like even if you have nowhere to go find a friend or a distant relative or someone that you can go and stay with just to remove yourself from that situation because that is the best thing you can do because if you're still in that situation you're never going to gain your power you need to remove yourself from the situation so you can see it and then you can start building yourself up build the confidence it's not something that you can just be done overnight because that person who's manipulating you knows exactly what they're doing so you and you need that distance between you where that person can't come and find you and come and take you away you need that distance to gain your power
1: and sometimes that means leaving everything behind that means yes. just taking your keys and taking your oyster card and taking whatever you have in your wallet and just bouncing that means yes. closing the door and leaving everything behind and not looking back that's what that means that doesn't mean oh my god but let me get my purse let me get my shoes let me get my lingerie let me get my socks me... no sometimes you're gonna have to leave everything everything inside and just go. And as hard as it may seem like oh my god my things and and my my souvenirs and all my clothes and and all my collections and whatever it is, babes, trust me, money will come. You'll get the yeah. collection back, you'll get the bags back, you'll get the clothes back, whatever. But like sometimes you need to be able to just step away, walk away and it's just for your sanity, for your mind.
2: Your freedom is so much more valuable than anything money can buy. My gosh, yeah, in that relationship, I lost a lot of material things like my TV and all kinds of things, but I didn't care Mm. because the second I knew that it was over and I was out of that relationship, that was just like one of the best years of my life because I rebuilt myself, you know, I lost loads of weight, started going to the gym, started building up my confidence. So yeah, like you said, it's just do it, just get away get
1: out of the situation yeah yeah 100 100 and sometimes it's not easy sometimes like you'll find comfort in the littlest things even if it means sitting in the park bench just crying like maybe yeah. just just maybe just be able to like take a fresh breath of fresh air just to be able to hear the bird singing like whatever that may mean to you whatever freedom may mean to you at this point is your definition of freedom don't let anyone else's definition of freedom change that I don't even know where that came out but that just that just came out so love <laughs> that <sighs> <laughs> i know right things just stop blurting out my mouth and i'm like oh my god okay chloe so so we we went through the stage in your teenagers when when was when, when when did the pivotal start come mm-hmm.
2: this is a great question so yeah well so from um before the kind of crazy partying i was also put on a lot of medication for my skin mm-hmm. as well so i was actually on pharmaceutical medication from the age of 12 that's so from very young age,
1: that's very 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 young, very
2: young so from the age of 12 and then going up into 16, adding more drugs into my system oh my just God. completely. What yeah.
0: kind of GP do you have?
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's questionable. Um, so it got to the point where I was at about age 24. Mm-hmm. I was getting to the point where the kind of crazy partying was slowing down a bit, mm-hmm. but I was heavily dependent on drugs and alcohol so i would come home from work and drink a bottle of wine and have like a line of coke like on a on a wednesday Wednesday. it was getting to the point where where it was worrying you know it was worrying and i i knew it in myself and i knew did you know
1: like did you know this is an issue like i'm taking a line on a wednesday like did you yeah
2: i i i knew it but at the same time i couldn't bear the reality of normality
1: okay okay so i
2: was doing it because I was sick of being in that cycle of working nine to five and being miserable and being... What unhappy.
1: was you working as nine to five? What, was helpful. this in the niche, or was this here in the UK?
2: No, they, this was here in the UK. What was you so doing was as your nine to
1: five manager, events manager. manager?
2: So I was mm-hmm. working in an office, um, but then at weekends I'd go and work at events. So it was okay. very full-on yeah Yeah, it was always full-on um but at this point you know I was I had a lot of physical issues my skin was still bad I was Mm -hmm. suffering with extreme fatigue so I would always feel tired and Mm -hmm. I would be like falling asleep at my desk at work I also had a lot of gut issues so I had IBS Mm -hmm. I would get a lot of problems and cystitis you know where it hurts when you pee Mm -hmm all of these things. And I was just like, there was something wrong. And I'd been to the doctor so many times. Um, i would also been on the contraceptive pill for about eight years. That's a very time. long time. It's a very long time. And they put this, they put me on it for my skin and they never told me of any side effects, nothing. Um, And I noticed that I was getting really depressed as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. So there'll be some days where I just wouldn't want to leave the house ever but something sort of clicked within me that was like I need to try something new I need to kind of try something for myself because ever since the young age I've just been given all these things given 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 but why why aren't I happy why aren't I healthy why aren't I thriving and so at this point around the age 24 I just decided to try becoming vegetarian no one had sort of suggested it to me it was just something I tried I had a friend who was a vegetarian and she was seemed very happy and very healthy and very thriving so I was like what have I got to lose I'll try it and within two weeks of cutting out red Meat. my energy levels were through the roof so I wasn't fatigued anymore I was able to get up out of bed at like 6am mm-hmm. and feel actually excited to get up um, and this kind of spurred me to start taking on things like yoga and gymnastics and actually start getting excited about using my body whereas before my exercise would be taking drugs and partying yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. this helped me to sort of flip that And then because I felt so good, I just continued. So I started cutting out chicken and then fish. This was about a a six week period and I started feeling better and better. My skin started to get more glowing and Mm -hmm. I was just, feeling really good I lost a lot of weight because I was you know before that I was depressed and I was on the contraceptive pill so my hormones were up and down I was just eating a lot and comfort eating but then when I started cutting out these foods just something was clicking within me Mm -hmm. that made me realize maybe I have the power to heal myself Mm -hmm. and that in itself was just such a profound moment in my life giving me as a woman who had been through so many difficult experiences, that gave me a sense of power, knowing that I have just made this choice to change my diet. And I felt better than I have in about 12 years, you know, so this really opened my eyes. And for me, changing my diet and lifestyle this also um, kind of spurred on my spiritual awakening as well Mm -hmm. I started questioning things so I started questioning why have I never been told about diet and lifestyle choices why have I never been told what is put in my food why have I never been told where my food comes from so I just went on this this crazy sort of spiritual educational rampage of of learning about everything and then I just carried on with the healing and I just became plant-based so I completely
1: well cut- you're plant-based now
2: yeah plant-based congratulations fully. girl thank you I have been Wait, where seven do you years.
1: where do you tend to <laughs> shop where do you do your groceries is there like any shop or um so I
2: order usually online from Riverford's organic farm so I get boxes like fruit oh, and vegetables okay. that it, get delivered it. straight from the farm to the door. But I also am partnered with a nutrition company mm-hmm. called Platinum Superfoods. Got it. Um, so these are all my, my, like my green juices that I have every day. I have like a tart cherry juice that I drink at nighttime. And these are actually the purest organic foods on the planet right now. Like they've won awards. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's, it's. Would incredible. you, would
1: you owe that to your clear skin? Because you have very good skin. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I've only partnered with this company in the last six months, and that is how we call it the Superfoods Glow. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Um, It looks looks good. Thank
2: you, thank you. Yeah, and uh, most people don't realise the the gut brain connection, Mm -hmm. and this was was mind blowing for me because that's it has really what has been changed me. You know, I've managed to cure myself of anxiety, depression, IBS, acne, eczema, asthma all of these things through just choosing what I put into my body I love
1: it I love it say say for say for example when when you started changing everything like while you're going um vegan then going uh uh plant-based was you ever having withdrawal symptoms throughout Mm -mm, no
2: no no. but there were because I've been plant-based for seven years now okay so it's been very up and down. Okay. Because the problem one wa- the problem is for a lot of people when they choose to go plant-based, they're not educated on nutrition. Okay. So you, you can't just go plant-based and be healthy. Mm. It's really important to understand like where the nutrients come from. So for example, um, you know, most people say you have to eat beef, right, to get your protein. Yeah. But actually, cows eat grass. So if if we eat wheat grass, like the the grass straight from the source, we get all of our vitamin B12, Mm -hmm. all of our calcium, all of our A's, like we get that, but straight from the source. We're not getting it secondhand from the cow. So the problem is a lot of the time when people cut out the meat, they're not taking the wheatgrass, they're not having the green juices and yeah, so they're yeah. not replacing the minerals. Right. So this, this, what happened to me in the first year of being plant based, I felt incredible because I lost so much weight. I had this huge shift in energy from stopping eating because meat and dairy are the two, one of the two highest inflammatory foods on the planet. And people don't know this. Yeah, 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 um, yeah so you automatically you know you lose weight you you lose inflammation you start feeling incredibly energized but then i wasn't replacing my body with the nutrients so yeah. my health kind of started to go down again over the years cuz i was eating the vegan junk food and the the vegan cheeses and lots of bread and pizza and all of these things
0: what do
1: you so replace though, cheese with
2: um i don't eat cheese anymore
1: But what, what do you replace it with like what could say for example for me what could be my mm. replacement like I've replaced milk with soya mm-hmm. um what could be my replacement for cheese
2: you should try oat milk organic oat milk's nicer than uh, soya but I it's think. very
1: watery mm, it's,
2: it depends on the brand
1: yeah? yeah do you have any particular brand because the ones I I've come across are very like watery almond is okay like it's okay I wouldn't be like hoo-ha
2: yeah <laughs> um there's one called, Oh, gosh, you put me on the spot now. Rude Health is really good. good Rude Health. yeah. And then there's one called Oti Bruce as well. I'm um,
1: looking that, girl.
2: They're really nice because they're organic, but they're always on special, like in the supermarkets. But they're organic, so that means they haven't been chemically processed as well. So they're really clean, really good replacements for milk. Um, in terms of cheese, like, yes, I was a cheese lover. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Wanted- Um, But because it's really interesting, because when you start putting these superfoods into your body, so I have like two or three green juices a day, Wow! because these give you all of the nutrients Mm -hmm. that your body needs to thrive, you stop craving things because I was a massive chocolate addict like chocolate and cheese and I was you know smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol but now because I'm putting all of these greens and all of these vitamins and minerals into my body I no longer crave things like that now and if I eat an apple that's not organic I can. it tastes like cardboard to me
1: really like I
2: crave organic fruits and vegetables do you
1: Mm-hmm. oh babe yeah. good babe organic is not cheap you know like I went to I buy went from, from the, farms. the farms buy from the farms it's from cheaper the, really from yeah kid you know we went to a shop to a local shop and then like these most beautiful apples like they were like it could have been from a snow white Disney movie like they was <laughs> so beautiful guess how much I paid for free apples I paid five pounds for wow free. Yeah, yeah, free. (laughs) They tasted amazing and they were huge, but like, I've never paid for free, like, Five, I've never paid £5 pound for free apples.
2: Well, this is the very, very sad and corrupt thing about our system that we live under at the moment, okay? Because organic means that fruits and vegetables have been grown in natural soil without mm-hmm. any chemicals, right? That is, how, that is the food that we should all be divinely given to as our birthright, right? Mm-hmm. We should be consuming that food. But all of the food that we buy in the supermarket that's not organic has been sprayed with glyphosate exactly. and pesticides, right? And this is because there's just too much of a demand for consumerism, but it's not necessary. Do you know how much, how much food wastage there is in this country? Like mm. it's not necessary. Everything could be grown and sold organically in this country with the right leadership. And the problem with consuming foods that aren't organic is that they actually ruin the inside of your gut, right? So when oh. you eat these pesticides mm-hmm. and glyphosates they actually glue down the lining of your stomach, right? So when you eat other foods, your body can't absorb the nutrients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're getting cancer. That's why we're getting autoimmune disease. That's mm-hmm. why we're getting IBS, leaky gut syndrome, mm-hmm. asthma, eczema. All of these things are related to
1: to our gut. If you could recommend one thing to anyone right now, like with regards to life's now, with regard to one product with regards to diet what what would it be oh
2: wow <laughs> that's hard well what I would recommend is <clears throat> Do it. You need to, you can't just start a new lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? You can't just dive in the deep end. But what you do need to do is clean the inside of your body. So you need to start with with a reset. So I would say challenge yourself to do 10 days of eating no processed foods and eating all organic foods and just feel how different you feel.
1: How much? How much would we spend on a shop of organic food?
2: So for example if you order from from a farm so for exa- example example Riverford farm
1: what is it can, river, river food
2: riverford i can R- type it in the chat
1: oh riverfood like river and in food riverford i river type it ford, type it ford it like the, the car yeah yeah
2: <laughs> riverford like the car got it got it um, so you can buy a large mixed fruit and veg box mm-hmm. for 25 pounds
1: how long would that last you what like um, how many meals like one meal two meals
2: no i get one of them every two weeks
1: what do you mean
2: i order one of those every two weeks and it lasts me for two weeks well and then you eat
1: out of that every day yeah how <laughs> because they're big like they're big oh, really boxes fruit and veg yeah and then how do you know what to prepare? Like, do you already know by experience or do you get creative?
2: Um, I've got recipe books. Sometimes oh, I get creative.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's amazing. I love it. I saw one of your posts and it was on water fasting.
2: Yeah, yeah. That is something I have done previously it's very difficult okay it's not it's not for the faint-hearted but it is something that I would recommend easing into slowly because the problem is again with our society is we've been told that eating three big meals a day Mm -hmm. with snacks Mm -hmm. in between is good for us but actually that causes our body to be under so much stress Mm -hmm. we don't need that we don't need that and that's why we're getting sick a lot because our immune system is compromised when our body is constantly trying to digest the food that we eat. So by stopping eating for certain periods of time, you actually allow your body to start healing itself because it's not busy digesting food.
1: I love it. I love it. What's the, what's the longest fast you've been on?
2: I did a water fast for uh, how long? 70 hours.
1: 70? So almost three days. Did you have a blackout? No. Like what do you just meditate? Like what do you do? Just go for walks. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. And then and then like to have a a fast for that long. How long Mm -hmm. did it take you to build it up?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. So I would start off with twelve hours. Okay. So just for one day. So for example, you would eat dinner one day at say five pm. Okay. And then and then not eat until
1: the following day.
2: Yeah. Until the following day. And just try it like that and then just build it up more and more. So just do a little bit more, go from 12 hours to 24 hours and then to 36 hours and then to 48 hours. But the really important thing with water fasting is that you need to prepare your body before, because otherwise you're going to get detox symptoms. And these come from things like caffeine, from sugar, and from processed foods. So if you're planning on doing a water fast, Mm -hmm. which means just not eating and only drinking water Mm -hmm. for anyone that doesn't know, the most important thing is just two or three days before Mm -hmm. cutting out sugar, caffeine, alcohol and cigarettes because otherwise you're going to get a migraine yeah because your body's going to be like super detoxing when we do this
1: wow I love it Chloe tell me about the women's circle
2: oh amazing yeah so this has been such a fun project Mm -hmm. I actually started this in the first lockdown Mm -hmm. so when I came back to London from Indonesia because of Covid
1: so are you now like like so okay so before that you was working in Indonesia you was running a resort what happened will you go back or no?
2: No, no. It's um it's completely still closed there, and I've built up my own business now. In the last two years, I've become completely financially dependent. I've built up my business from scratch. So
1: congratulations, girl! Congratulations, because first of all, it's not easy. Second of all, like you've had the willpower to do it, and third of all, like everyone's just jumped on furlough. So Mm -hmm. for you to like be in a position where you can be spoiled and and jump on furlough, you was actually like you did your own thing, girl. So I I applaud you. Like you're an inspiration thank
2: you I got bored of not working I did it for about eight months I was like yeah I'm free I'm not working Mm. but I was like no I need to start thinking about the future and actually right now is an incredible time to start building a business because there's so many people who are thinking about how are we going to make a better future than what we've got now it's actually an incredible time there's a lot of people who are coming together and being like we need to make changes we need to make things happen so this was where the women's circle kind of fell into the women's circle for me kind of a side hustle because okay. it's something that I love doing it's not actually a part of my main business but a very good very close friend of mine she's been joining women's circles for years so when I came back to the UK well, she what is that? About, is
1: that is that is women's circle a brand or is women's no. circle a, a community of females Yeah,
2: it's a community of females. So one or two women will host a space. So it it could be on Zoom or in person, we've been doing a bit of both. And in our women's circles, we involve meditation, Mm -hmm. yoga, um, some journaling, we do Mm -hmm. like little workshops where we give our advice on how you can manifest things into your life or Mm -hmm. how you can work through emotions. And then we all give the women a chance to share about something because, you know, as we said earlier, talking about the abuse and the trauma and the, the, you know, the sexual abuse, it's really important that we start talking about that and let go of that because that's how I've healed myself from it in the past few years is by opening up about it and talking about it. So we create this safe space for other women to talk about things that they've experienced in their life with no judgment
1: i love it i love it i I think i think there's great power within within these circles because like you just help each other and and it's just different views and people coming together it's such an inspiration what else did I see um oh my god so do you remember when we had to cancel last week because yours uh yours like oh I can't open up because I'm on the like my menstrual cycle start babe my menstrual yes. cycle started that day like you know the oh, day really? we meant- you know the day we was <laughs> meant to have the interview that's <gasps> mm-hmm. the day my I came on and I was like oh Me my god too. Me too. Is that like a coincidence? And I was just like, "Oh, what? We're Um, in alignment." Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Um, tell me about moon, moon. So you work a lot with the moon cycles, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How Mm -hmm. How important is this?
2: Oh my gosh, so important. So 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 important because for so many years of my life, I suffered with terrible menstrual cycles like okay. really terrible PMS but also really really painful periods and I have mm-hmm. to say this year is the first year of my life that I have pain-free periods.
1: How, how did it, you ace it? it? How did you how did you get it? Mm-hmm. So
2: in the beginning it was really understanding my cycle mm-hmm. so I read an incredible book called Code Red is it good? Lister. oh my gosh it's so 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 good yeah. it explains the different stages of your cycle right and I code, you know, red. I code red yeah mm-hmm. it's so good it's incredible it's amazing it also gives you kind of herbal remedies and stuff wow. that you can use at different stages of your cycle but um, it encouraged me to start journaling my cycle. So every single day. So day one is the first day that you start bleeding, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And it's between 26 and 30 days is the average woman's cycle. Mine's 26 days, it's quite a short cycle. Some women have longer cycles.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I started doing this, started diarying it, and then I started really understanding why some certain days of the month, everything in the world felt really overwhelming. And then the next day I would feel fine or why some days I would feel like I really needed to eat a lot of food to give me energy. It really helped me to understand myself and work with myself. And then working with the superfoods has really helped me to have pain-free periods because again when you're not eating inflammatory foods you don't get inflamed and when you when you're actually bleeding that is the woman the woman's way of cleansing her body so if you don't have much physically and emotionally and mentally to cleanse from your body then you're going to have a lot less pain around this time of the cycle. Um, But the reason why I wanted to postpone until this week Mm -hmm. is because you learn about your cycle. So when you're in the stage after you've been bleeding this is like the springtime so it's like when you're coming out of your mm-hmm. shell when mm-hmm. you have all of this energy but you know leading up to your bleed time and during your bleed that's when you really go inwards and okay. you kind of on your own and do self healing so for me i just know in myself i wouldn't have been able to speak so confidently yeah yeah
1: i love it time. i love it i love it i'm going to look into it because because there's so much for me to learn, I have like really painful periods, and like last month, I I I had like a period I couldn't even handle. But then I was mm. using tampons. This this month oh, it, it was yes. better. I stopped tampons, and then I want to see if I can use a menstrual cup. But I've struggled to put that inside. So you know, maybe next month. Um, I use
2: um I use reusable bamboo
1: pads. Reusable bamboo pads. I didn't even know mm. such a thing existed. Is is it, is it good? Yeah. yeah, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to just you
2: you just wash them as well and they're made out of bamboo but they're they're like sanitary pads but they're made of fabric
1: oh okay I'm going to look into it but I have a heavy flow it doesn't matter
2: no it's fine because they're really thick
1: oh okay Mm -hmm. yeah um your kundalini yoga instructor where did you get where did you do your training in India oh Oh, girl really yeah Yeah. (laughs) I have a lot of people that want to go to to do their yoga instructor why 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 is that In in India,
2: so I chose India because that's where yoga originated Mm -hmm. from. So I wanted to choose the place where it was going to be the most authentic style of teaching, and you know, it's the Himalayan style. So and I chose it um, in the area of India where yoga actually um, originated, which is incredible, like just right by the Himalayas. I wanted that authentic style of teaching. You know, I wanted to know what where it originated from. Mm And yeah, it was, it was simple, but it was powerful. So I would definitely encourage people to learn in India, learn from the source.
1: How long, how long was the training? Uh, Two Two months. months. Two months. Wow, Mm -hmm. that's quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. wow is there, short, is, is, there, is there short is there is there short courses and long courses or how does it work um I think
2: for an instructor you have to do you it, there's a minimum of 200 hours which okay. is can be one month I think or you can okay. do long you can do up to 500 hours but this is intensive so this is at like f- uh, six days a week
1: Oh, girl, that is intense. That's very, very intense. I love it. Chloe, what inspires you? Oh,
2: what inspires me? Wow. (laughs) What inspires me is seeing other people healing themselves. I love it. Because that's something that I've been through. And where I'm proud of myself, it's hard for me see my own journey you know so when i see other people's healing journeys like other women who's who've healed from sexual trauma or other young people who've healed from drug and alcohol addiction Mm -hmm. that inspires me it inspires me so 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 much because i know how hard it is to get out of those situations so it literally just fills my heart so much And like, I just love celebrating other people's healing and other people's success. And that's everything that I do with my work and my business is to help inspire and empower people to heal themselves.
1: I love it, girl. What is your favorite book?
2: Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, A really good one that I read was Food of the Gods by Terence McKenna.
1: Oh, sounds powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: it's good. So it's all about kind of the history of plant medicine in our society yeah really interesting and Terence McKenna was was an advocate he's dead now he's passed away he was an advocate for plant medicine in the 70s and he was just really revolutionary of his time Um, and it also talks about the history of sugar and tobacco Mm -hmm. and how it was actually created to in a sense control our society as a substance it's very interesting
1: wow Mm -hmm. wow
2: my eyes to a lot of
1: things in the world yeah 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 no um another female also recommended me a book I don't know how she explained it but she said back in the day sugar was seen as a form of wealth like depending like they would have like statues and of, of depending yeah. on and that's why all the rich men had like no teeth because it was mm-hmm. a sign of wealth and they could afford sugar um yeah uh, what advice would you give to your younger self like knowing where you are now look at how healthy you are you're glowing. Um, you're living your life's purpose, you're you're at peace, you're healthy, you're sober, what advice would you give to your younger self? The most
2: advice that I wish I could give to my younger Mm -hmm. self is that don't take anyone else's advice, listen to yourself, because I was so influenced by what other people told me was right or what was good for me that I never listened to myself so I was constantly searching for happiness Mm -hmm. outside of myself but I wish I had listened to myself because nobody knows what's best for you other than yourself.
1: I love that. We all hold the answers within us. Chloe, what does the dragonfly mean? The
2: dragonfly. So I like to think that my spirit animal is dragonflies and butterflies. I find something really mystical about them you'll see I've got lots of butterflies oh, there yeah. on my back do you always well. see
1: them do you always see butterflies and, and I always dragonflies? see them yeah
2: I always mm-hmm. see them and I always feel very drawn to them and it's always quite a magical moment for me when I see dragonflies and butterflies and for me they really represent transformation mm-hmm. you know because the butterfly comes from the caterpillar yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's in the cocoon for so long and that's really how I feel like I was my younger self just in this in this shell so shy and then finally you spread the wings and you fly and you find freedom when you transform so that's what it represents for me
1: girl that is amazing if only I asked people about the tattoos and they could give me something meaningful like that but sometimes I see people with pineapples on their arm and I'm like what does it mean and it's like well you know it's, it's just a pineapple and i'm like you're means <laughs> something like you know okay um chloe tell me about your services tell me how can we get to know you how can we connect with you
2: the best way is through instagram so that's my main social media mm-hmm. handle that's where i post all of my content i do a lot of live videos on there um i organize a lot of zooms mm-hmm. as well i don't have a mailing list or anything like the best way to contact will you me start is- one I I can do yeah, but I think yeah. I need
1: a PA. <laughs> Girl, it's hard, you know. <laughs> I like, know. <laughs> on, Honestly, I struggle sometimes, but oh yeah, we we get in there, we get in there.
2: Yeah. Um, I use yeah, I use Instagram because that's kind of always been my my thing. You know, it's always been my handle, and I post, I share everything on there. So, and I, I always answer every single DM that gets sent to me
1: oh that's so you good girl you're so good <laughs> what others what services do you have so you do the women's circle do you do coaching
2: yeah okay so I do I, I host the women's circles and we do one in-person women's circle a month at the moment and that's always in London
1: where, um, where in London
2: uh, usually in Wimbledon so southwest London Ew, but the location and, changes ain't you posh Chloe because <laughs> <laughs> my friend lives around there so it's easy like, for us super too. posh
1: <laughs> lovely okay so so that's what that's part of women's circle
2: and in what yeah. else so I teach yoga and meditation mm-hmm. um and this I could do online I was doing in person but I don't live in London anymore I live in around Oxford area so mm-hmm. I'm doing online those are private and group sessions so again if anyone wanted to know about those how does in- it
1: work a group session like on zoom um
2: so it would be like a workshop so I would lead a workshop Whereas on one-on-one would be a lot more interactive. But in a workshop, I would be leading it and kind of making doing the demonstration of the postures and guiding people through it. Um, and I usually advertise those on my Instagram as well. For
1: meditation? for Is that for meditation? Yeah. I, f- I fall asleep during meditation.
2: <laughs> That's good. That means you're relaxed.
1: Is Is that good? I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I'm getting enough out of it. Does that make sense?
2: But you your subconscious mind can still listen to the guidance even if you fall asleep.
1: Ah, you're mm. smart. Um <laughs> what about coaching? Tell me about your coaching. Yeah, so
2: I do coaching through the nutrition company. Mm -hmm. So I help to coach people to completely transform their lives like I have. So I've transformed my physical, mental and emotional health through superfoods. So I help people transform their health. And then if they want to turn this into a business, I can help to empower them to become entrepreneurs in the same way that I have as well.
1: I love it. I love it. What can we expect for this new year like anything how can we support you anything any ebooks? would you ever write a book
2: I have actually started one congratulations
1: yeah. girl <laughs> I love it congratulations <laughs> got your got got your head in the game like we've already started before the new year
2: yeah I've started one it's just a very much of a side project at the moment <laughs> um things you can see from me are going to be a lot more mega zooms so I want to do a lot more interactive zooms for women so talking about some of the things we've been talking about today like the taking our power back and talking freely about sex and abuse and trauma and really just holding spaces for women so I'm going to be a lot more of these zooms because i feel like i need my project for the new year is really holding spaces for young women and young men also in terms of drug addiction and um substance abuse so i'm going to be hosting the zoom events and all these zoom events that i do are free so they're open for anyone to join. It's just a chance for me to offer information and guidance for anyone. And if they resonate with that, they can contact me and we can talk one-on-one. And I can just give guidance and give give the solutions that I've found in my life.
1: Oh, Chloe, that's amazing. I love it. I love it. Chloe, is there anything else? Okay. Is there anything? <laughs> is there anything you want to say before we end? I would just say that...
2: With everything that's going on in the world right now, now is the time to take your help into your own. Now is the time. There are so many incredible support groups out there. There are so many incredible foods and plant medicines things are so readily available for us you can take health into your own hands all you have to do is start making voices that are good for you and just start seeing yourself because you deserve it
1: wow chloe chloe thank you for being you thank you for being like thank you for being that inspiration you're so bubbly your voice is so soothing like just a fountain of knowledge even with the books even with just everything and it's like Everyone that comes towards you will take something away, whether it be like in any area, whether it be transformational, mind, body, or soul, anything. People always learn. And I look forward to your book launch. I'll be forward. Listen, Chloe, you could easily launch like five books. Like there's so much content you have inside. (laughs) that you could easily launch like five books honestly because it's all life experience everything we go through to now be where we are today is what makes us us and that's our superpower our superpower is how many times did we get up not the amount of times we fell like flat on our face so yeah girl true I know Chloe thank (laughs) you so much for coming on Gentle Touch thank you so much for being a part of today's episode thank you so much for finally being able because it was like a bit of like let's schedule let's schedule let's schedule it's been busy but we've done it I want to say thank you so much and this is this is why I hold Gentle Touch like to have guests 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 on the show like you because girls are scared like girls will now listen to us and they'll be scared Mm -hmm. they'll be like oh my god like wow because it is scary when you're alone It is scary when you have no one to speak to. But it's like we are never alone and we everyone goes through things and it's okay it's about knowing that we can get help we can learn we can heal and we can let go of all that pain that guilt that shame and it's like at the end of the day we we can blossom into this beautiful flower at the end of it
2: yeah oh I love that and thank you so much for having me I'm excited to share this podcast with so many people Mm -hmm. because there's been so many the gems and diamonds that we've we've gone over in this conversation so thank you for holding the space for me and I'm, I'm so happy that i know here.
1: i think i think it was divine timing it's, it was divine yeah. timing like today because our menstrual cycle got synced and then we postponed it yeah okay, okay. Bye, sweetie. <laughs> thank you yeah.
0: for today bye. Bye. bye hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and found this podcast useful if you did be sure to leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening and joining Gentle Touch. I'll see you in the next episode. Want to get in touch? Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. Link is in the description. Be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're on. Stay tuned and keep listening. Much love.